Welcome in you cheap beggars to Discount, the bargain bin gaming podcast hosted by three hosts so cheap you'd think we were the collective of humans eradicating awful podcasts. Cheap. Oh, I'm. Yeah, okay. it was nice. A little acronym, yeah. something a bit Why different. Not? Why yeah. not? Yeah. Um, cool. Not saying that this is going to be a good podcast, but we don't like those bad ones. <laughs> and we don't like ourselves, so take it as you will. Um, I am one of your hosts. I am Josh. I'm plugging into Player 2. I'm Darren. Hello. And clinging to every beam of sunlight in what has been a very dreary April. It's me. It's Karis. Hello. Hello and welcome like in. Yeah, that was like a lot of energy. A lot of energy. It was good. Um, yes. You'll notice if you're on YouTube, we are not filming ourselves. Me and Karis have just moved, but we are recording in our new location. Whether this be our standard recording room, who knows? Once um, we find out it's too loud because the garden and all that bollocks, we might move somewhere yeah. else. I haven't yeah. moved, but I'm here. Dar- Darren, ha- well, you did move. You moved all I moved the way to our here, house. I yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not permanently, yeah. No, not permanently. Yeah. Not allowed. Um, okay. But yes, <laughs> new location. New month, new fun, and yes, we are here with a free play and freebies episode. So if you haven't been here before for one of these, we just talk about the month of April. This could includes news that's happened, games we've been playing, and the PS Plus lineup. Those are the three main things we talk about, and we just have a little chat, enjoy our life about games, and just get on with it. So we'll dive straight into news. Woo! News. Um, there's not a huge amount of news. No, it's it was actually quiet. quiet months. I mean, I was a little wondrous about whether it had been a quiet month or whether it's just because we were moving. I just kind of like zoned everything out. There's for not a while. been much. There's not been. It's much. been quiet. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a surprisingly quiet month, and really, all we're really getting is disappointments as the news. Yeah. There's not been any like big like this is happening, this is going ahead, anything like this. It's just things closing down, cancelling, failing, delaying, but, mm. and that's what we're going to be focusing it's, on. It's yeah. a lot of like you know the games that are coming up in the next three months. They've all been announced. They've all been set in stone. Yeah. So all you're either getting is very incremental updates on those games or shit going wrong. Yeah, there's nothing fantastic and new until you get into like july time really. it's weird yeah this is a time that you always expect there to be a quiet lull in yeah. gaming news and then it normally changes because you're expecting e3 to e3. come out that's why i said june july because yeah because yeah, that's three time comes out big big announcements all the games coming and now it's dead again i yeah. i don't know if it's fully gone we're never going to come back but it, it died during the pandemic briefly then it got came back yep and then Nintendo pulled out, Xbox pulled out, yeah. Ubisoft pulled out, and E3 went, uh-uh, not happening this yeah. year. Um, whether it moves to a twice a, uh, like, a every two-year event, I don't know. I don't know what, what, I, what is going on with E3 or whether it's worth it even coming back. I just don't think it's needed anymore. Like, its no. place in the world was it gave a centralized location for all of the various companies to come to and go, this is what we've been working on, this is what we've announced, this is what we want to show the world. Mm. But since, like, really, it's Nintendo started, Nintendo's Direct, so yeah. thanks, Nintendo. And then State of Play came along. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure Xbox does their own one, and I can't remember what it's called. I, I don't remember what I'm sure called. if uh, That's the thing, though, isn't it? If they did do another E3, would it not just be a case of repeating itself over and over exactly. again? Exactly. Like, it doesn't make it exciting it, to do the like, same things over and over again. It's one of those weird, almost realizations that mm. everyone went to E3 to get in on the big stream of all the gaming news, and every individual company went... 
fuck, we can just do that ourselves. It's, yeah. it's, it was almost, it was remote working came yeah. into life, wasn't it? It was very much, wait, we'll do it from home for a couple of years because no one can come here. Mm. And then we'll go back and go, what, what was the point of that? We yeah. can just continue yeah. doing it at home. It was cheaper and, also, and we have complete control. It's complete yeah, focus I, on us, which I, is the big thing. I wonder if it's kind of like more marketing to a demographic as well. Like, for example, like, take our podcast for example literally only looks at like switch and playstation games for the most part yeah why then would i want to look at the xbox stuff on a state of play like well you know so it's it's individualizing those markets as well and they're also releasing them out in much smaller quantities so like you know your state of play now you got we had one this month for final fantasy 16 which we're not going to talk about much but it was a dedicated like 25 minute state of play that was just for that yeah and it gives them an opportunity just to focus on it rather than going here you go you have three hours to fill and you can put some crap in there that no one's gonna be interested in and people go why do they put that crap in there instead you go here are the bits we want this is what we want to do unless you're nintendo and then you still go maverick with whatever you're doing (laughs) nintendo just throw everything at the wall and go yeah you'll like something yeah probably uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I I always looked forward to E3. I, I, think, E3. I, I think I will be disappointed it's gone, because I always... It obviously, it went at the wrong time for us, us being in the UK, and it's starting... I mean, it started about midday, and then, but that was like the smaller studios started midday, yeah. so you'd get some Devolver stuff, you'd get some like indie studios, you'd get little mm. bits, and then the big stuff would happen whilst we were all tucked up in bed, dreaming about the games, and wake up the next morning, you just watch the, the best trailers. I yeah. remember staying awake for like a 2am PlayStation showcase, and just be like, God, I hope there's something... Uh, Otherwise, it, I've wasted a lot of time. Was that the last one they did where it was like the the last of us where they kept it going to different yeah. rooms? Yeah. But um, I remember like one of my fondest game memories, I think, is an E3 showcase, which was an old Ubisoft one where I think they did, fucking, what was it? I think they had Watch Dogs, Black Flag was there, one of the Far Cry's was there, and that was right when all of those series were at like their fucking heydays. Yeah. And it's like, this is great. But I, now those just come out bit by bit. Like, yeah. Uh, I remember the, like the only real kind of E3 memory I have is you, Josh, showing me, you'd watched, I don't know if you'd stayed up for it or maybe you'd watch it in the morning and I came home from work and it was when um, Razzy 7 was announced and you showed oh, me the that was... from that. 2016 maybe? Oh, it might have been. Might have been it came out in 2017. That. Yeah. Um, and you being like, oh my God, they've done this. And it just, I was just like, oh my God, it's <laughs> so exciting. But yeah, that's... But yeah, it's sad it's going, yeah. but re- in reality, it's can't it can't keep up the way games are being delayed and cancelled and moved around so much i mean you both have two bits of gaming news to talk about that you want to focus on and both of them are to do with delays and cancellations so should we go with we'll go with delay then cancellation yeah yeah so we'll go with you first okay me so does everyone remember like a couple months ago i think (laughs) when the funnily enough the state of play had a big showcase for the suicide squad game yep and it was the first big reveal of the gameplay. And we all watched it and said, that looks shit. Yes. And the internet collectively watched it and went, that looks shit. Well, it's been delayed. A second time, since, second that, time. since that showcase. Yep. It's now coming out in next February. Do I think it's going to be less shit after its delay? No. Yeah. I think it's going to be a slightly more polished shit, but it will still be bad. Yeah, it's it's still going to be a polished turd, but like, yeah. I don't know if they're going to do a quieter release on it. I don't know if they're giving it a year, polishing it up, and they're just going to do a quiet ghost release, not say anything about it, and people go, actually, this is all right, and they do like grassroots campaign to make us forget about the mess. They keep <laughs> delaying it until nobody knows what the release date is, and then it'll just come out. Yeah. Mm. yeah wait, what do you mean? It's not delayed. It's been out for three years, yeah. like, Wait, what? <laughs> the but, servers are offline, though. 
yeah, I do wonder if they're just going to try and t- take out a lot of the fucking uh, games of service microtransaction yeah. stuff, because that was what a lot of people responded very poorly to. And I do wonder if part of the delay is just trying to... Because a lot of that stuff is wired into the like DNA of the yeah. game. And I wonder yeah. if they're trying to untangle that so you can then put it out. And then, you know, put it in like three months after release. And yeah. those who want to get it can get it. That's exactly. That. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it should be, really. I think there are people who become dedicated fans of games that want that extra stuff. I mean, I struggle with a lot of DLC. Like, I love uh, Horizon Forbidden West, for example. That's mm-hmm. just come out with a new DLC. I don't think I'm going back into it. Even though I should do because it's great, yeah. But I've completed it now, and I don't want to go back in. And yeah. I'm I'm not a big fan of buying cosmetics. The only thing I've ever bought cosmetics for, I think, is Call of Duty. But that's because it's not like Warzone where you've got a live game that's going to last three years, yeah. And it feels a bit more, and it's 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 got a lot of. And when I put about four hundred hours into a game, I feel like here's a little bit extra back to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yes, I'm sure we all remember the episode where that was announced because we mm. got a twenty minute tirade from Karis about. Marvel films and superhero films and how yeah. Yeah. she's the only one that doesn't like them but clearly nobody likes them which is why it's being delayed yeah. again I also want a bit of news I forgot about do you see they did basically the opposite thing with the Avengers game what do you mean uh, the Avengers game is dying soon yeah and in their last update I think they made all of the microtransaction stuff free oh that's oh. cool they just add they just dumped everything into the game and went fucking have at it have at it see if you liked it and then yeah. maybe we'll make something else that maybe you'll like in the future yeah, yeah that's interesting. basically like, we're not going to make any more money because it's closing nobody's going to mm. buy it nobody's going to buy the stuff just yeah. fucking have it did a knockout city yeah did a knockout yeah. city but yeah I mean I'm not upset that it's delayed it's delayed yeah. So, yeah. I still won't play it. Still won't play no. it. I, I mean, I might get it later in a sale, something I mean, like that. If it releases in February and comes to PS Plus in April, I'll play it. Yeah. <laughs> Shock horror that this is a game that does not interest me in the slightest. Do you, so want, I, do you want to talk about a game that you do does oh interest God, you that isn't right. ever going to happen now? So this was really kind of a double-edged sword for me because I found out about this game about two days before I found out it was cancelled. <laughs> and when I found out about it, I was really excited. So those of you who've kind of kept up on Instagram and stuff know that I am a big fan of um, American McGee's Alice games, particularly Alice Madness Returns, which I just think is a friggin' genius game and those people who are fans of it as well like i know it's got a massive kind of cult following and it's just a great it's a friggin great game okay so um it is it's very I good I, no, i'm not denying it i just yeah that <laughs> there was a potential sequel in the works america mcgee had been working on um something called alice asylum he's been working on the artwork for it since probably about 2012 2013 it was in the running to be made and then ea announced that it was completely pulling the funding for it and it just wasn't going to get made on top of that on top of that on top of the cancellation ea has said in a statement and i'll read it for you here on the question of funding they've ultimately decided to pass on the project based on internal analysis of the ip marketing conditions blah 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 on the question of licensing, they replied that Alice is an important part of EA's overall game catalogue and selling or licensing isn't something they're prepared to do right now. So it's basically a case of fuck you, you're not getting the game and fuck you, no one else is allowed to make it, which I just think is such a kick in the balls to anybody who liked the game in the first place. 
America McGee has basically said, I'm not doing game dev anymore. I'm not interested in trying to get it made elsewhere. It's too much energy. It's too much time. And he said, they won't let me do it anyway. And then he's basically said, I'm not going to develop another game because the environment isn't one that I'm interested in right now. So EA have shat all over my dreams. Thanks, EA. Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, What I'm hearing now is that Alice is going to be the uh, new protagonist in the FIFA story. Yes. It's a, new, it's a new skin. That's, yeah. why they brought, that's why they brought in women footballers. So yeah. they can just go, here's your Alice skin. Ah, the long play. Yeah. I know that there is a, a TV adaptation in the works, apparently. But, I mean, what do you say? I just feel like it's a really fucking petty move on EA's part. EA, am I right? Like, what's, what's weird, though, is obviously he's also worked quite a lot with id Software, which is a, is a Bethesda subsidiary, which is part of now Microsoft. Yeah. Why they aren't just partnering up? Because I'm sure he's got pullover at id or Bethesda, mm-hmm. where they would put some funding into it and they could develop something for it. I mean, and you've also got Microsoft there where you've got blue pointers under them now, is it? No, Bluepoint's not. I thought Bluepoint was part of the Activision deal. But, like, I feel like Bluepoint's the perfect person you want to hand something like this to make over to. Like that. That's yeah. crazy, though. I just thought the audacity of saying, like, oh, we're not we're not interested in making it, but also it's a really big part of our catalogue. So, well, if that's the case, why don't you fucking make it then? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it's, like, the, uh, the big discussion that came out about the Days Gone sequel. Yeah, very upset about that. Where um, <laughs> they're saying it is still a big part of their plans. But they want the developers but, to make other things. But they didn't like that game he was making, mm. which yeah. like is it's shit when you have this sort of auto development sort of approach where yeah. he is making the game he wants to make, and if they don't want to fund that game, he's not going to make a game. Yeah. But on the other hand, like it is potentially that EA just didn't like that version of the game, mm. which but, might be might be a blessing in disguise because he might be going down completely the wrong path, and it yeah. might be a bad. But it's EA. Yeah. The only worry is that it then gets passed off to fucking a shit company, and yeah. they but make I, I a bad game with the license. Anyway, if they're saying they're not willing to even remotely discuss licensing and discuss that sort of thing, surely that's just I'll probably just sit on it for a while. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Days Gone was slightly different. They took all the developers off because they wanted them to focus on other games, didn't they? Because yeah. they were like, you're really good at making games, so can you help make all these games? Like, yeah, but we want to make ours. Like, tough. Yeah. <laughs> Off yeah. you go. I think that was also the thing that they were like, um, they turned down making a sequel for it. And yeah. there was the discussion of, oh, well, that means they're never going to make a Days Gone sequel. So it doesn't necessarily mean that. It just means they either didn't like that particular pitch for a sequel, or they don't want to make a sequel to it yeah. right now. The issue is we've now seen what Gorilla's done, and we all want every 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 yes. studio to do that. We want Ben to be like Gorilla, do its own thing. We want American McGee's thing to be like that. Just make your own stuff, yeah. and people do it. I mean, we're starting to see it with film right now is that we're letting directors make their films and they're doing really well. We still aren't quite there with games. Um, I think it's because games cost a lot more and they're much more time intensive. Yeah. And that's it. Like, you don't want to lose a developer for five years compared to a film which is like, I've lost you for six months. Yeah. You know, there's a difference, isn't it? I just get it because I know, like, one of the things that we answered in kind of when we first started was that that was one of the things that I was like I would love there to be like a remaster and then yeah. when you find out there's a sequel it's like oh fuck this is great and then to find out um, not even 48 hours later that EA have decided that it's just not happening I wouldn't be shocked gutting. though if they do a remaster um, as an, an appeasement to him because if they do a remaster and there's appetite they might then go you know what mm. make your game but we want some tweaks to it that's where I imagine yeah. it goes that's I'm, what I hope. If, if I get a remaster, I'll be semi-happy, I guess. I, I mean, I'd play the shit out of it, don't get me wrong. But, <laughs> like, yeah. 
it kind of felt like a carrot was dangled in front of me and then whipped away pretty damn quickly. Well, because there's rabbits in it. Yes, there are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and Alice. Uh-huh. And she loves carrots too. <laughs> I don't know. I've not played the game fully. <laughs> she, I mean, I've not seen her eat a carrot in well, the game, but hey, who knows? Definitely did in the thing I watched. Anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, game, uh, that's it. This yeah. month has been cancellations, delays, the removal of the e-store for Nintendo as well, yeah. just to mention. It happened like the day we released the episode. The fuck April, one. am I right? Yeah, fuck April. April's yeah. a bad fuck month. Fuck April. And fuck EA. <laughs> worst yeah, people. I mean, yes. Worst, yeah, I mean, everyone agrees with fuck EA. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although we wouldn't have many sports games even though they are the same one yeah we're, we're all sheep <laughs> but yeah that's what was crap about this month should we move into what we played let's talk about something yeah. a bit more the good things a bit more positive i'll let keris start because obviously we've been moving i don't think keris has much to talk no, about I don't. hugely um, with yeah in in the sense that like it's just been manic and i think one of the things that i kind of returned to i played a lot of resident evil 4 i don't really want to talk about that that much because i talked about it last time yep. um, and i've been really enjoying it it's been really good um, I think in my sense of panic, I kind of regress a little bit. And I actually started playing um, on the PC. I started playing Five Barkers and Dying Hell again. Yeah. <laughs> and man, I enjoy that game. Like, oh my God. Like, let, I mean, let me get this straight, right? Because I think if you, anybody saw me play it, like if I streamed it or something like that, right? You're, we, you're we, not good. <laughs> I'm no, I'm, I'm shit hot at this game. I've finished it like four times. I know what I'm doing, okay? But like, the game was made in 2001. And I think the funniest thing about this game every time I play it, and like, I haven't played it for a few years, actually, to be fair, is it's made in 2001. And I remember playing it with my dad and my dad being like, oh my God, the graphics are so good. Like, and then you play it now and it's like, this man looks like a hexagon. He's like, here's, here's that one polygon face. Yeah, yeah. And like the voice acting leaves a lot to be desired the story and the way that it's written and the combat and everything it's just it's just so fucking cool it's such a good game i lose hours on that game so you only have played like some old classics yeah i think in in the stress i just kind of like regress to like i'm gonna play something comfortable that i don't really have to think about too much that i can kind of lose myself in a little bit um and Actually, I did think about playing Alice for a while on that note, but I think it was just because it was there and I was like, I've played Alice more recently. I'll give this another go. And uh, yeah, shout out for GOG.com for letting me have that for like £2 about two yep. years ago. It's a great website. So good. Yeah, just really it's, enjoy. Yeah, it's it's been a weird month because we haven't had internet for a couple, like a week of it as well. Um, it sort of uh, limited what we could do. Mm. Talking of horrible voice acting. Mm. I started up uh, Atomic Heart, cool. <laughs> really wanting to love it, really wanted to love it. I think the setting is really cool. Yeah. I think it looks really mm. good. Like it's this sort of, um, it's as if the Soviet Union won World War II in 1949 and they've advanced massively with these sort of mm. robots and stuff. Yeah. And they're like living on these like islands that you can move between. But my God, it's got that... Do you remember there used to be... There was a wave of it of bored first person. Like, I'm cool and edgy because I'm saying these words. And like, oh, no. Look, that's that's great. And like, there was an old woman who was like, yeah, stay still. I'm going to shoot the shit out of these motherfuckers. You're like, oh, oh God. Yeah. Oh, God, it's I hate that. Absolute. And, and that's the problem. The game itself looks cool, looks fun. But the voice acting is... I, dur- I literally put about an hour in and I yeah. really struggled to it's get... I was spoken like, again. I struggled to continue with that. I was like, that's, I can't play anymore with this right Fred now. With Barker, it's the opposite way around in that like, the writing itself is really good. Like The dialogue is great, but like just the actual... like I can't get past like the accents and the happiness oh, yeah. of it. This, this 
has not got great writing. I think it's got a good concept, mm. but it is also terrible acting as yeah. well. Terrible voice acting. I just want to add that it's also yeah. bad voice. The only ones that are good are the robots because yeah. they're meant to sound like robots. <laughs> like I, I couldn't do that though. Like those games that are like, I'm just going to stick like motherfucker was, in every yeah. two seconds. It, well, it, it didn't have it every two seconds, but there was that bit with the old woman was like, oh great, we got this happening. It looks, it looks fun. It looks like a cool thing. But that was like, I have only touched that briefly. Again, not much into it. But that was poor writing the game i have played which i think is limited writing what it's got is really good but it's overall a brilliant substance and style and just general feeling is dredge which yeah. which darren has also played darren's actually got the platinum for it i, I haven't got that yet um so good but fuck me is this a good game um it's basically you are a fisherman. Great. That's yeah. you're like, oh, is that it? And you show up at Great Marrow, a little little island town, and you're there to do fishing. And you go off, and you have to upgrade your boat mm-hmm. to be able to ship, uh, like fish in different areas, different waters. You can get pots and yeah. different things. But as you start fishing, like weird things come onto the boat, like weird Cthulhu esque yeah. creatures, are, like being aberrations. Like, aberrations, they're called. they're called, and you have to capture them for like the fish for the fishmonger. He wants to do it, then he disappears for a night. But if you stay out in the water for too long, it's like don't go out at night and you're out too late. Like a boat will disappear in the distance, come closer, and then it'll a fish will come out and bite a big chunk out of your boat. It's like yeah. an anglerfish. It's like yeah. a Lovecraftian. It's yes. very yeah. much a Lovecraftian, and it's it's an o it's like a it's a story. Well, it's an ode to that. It's, it's very much it's, yeah. it's like I love this, and it's it's you going off to like these different areas, gathering relics to take back to this strange man who lives on an island. Um, to eventually do something, and that's the idea of the game. And it's it's not very long. I think it's probably about ten yeah. hours or so for for the story. To get the platinum, it's a bit longer because you have to get all the fish. Yeah, mm. find all the aberrations, which becomes a bit of an RNG. But it's really it's really cool. And I think the big thing is I didn't actually. I was going into it. I was like, oh, it's, it's pretty good. This and it's like almost water watercolor, like disco Elysium style yeah. in the way it's done. Um, but the music and the soundscape in it is great. And you are genuinely concerned early in the game. Yeah. In the early in the game, you feel you go out too late, you're going to get filled in. Like I went off and like a tentacle came down and pulled me under yeah. the ocean. I was like, well, mm. that's me dead. And then it takes you back to the last time you're in a dock. I came across, I, I, and then got later in the game where you've got a bunch of skills and stuff. You're like, oh, I'm not scared. My boat's moving at a fast pace now. I can go across this dark, open ocean. No worries. <laughs> I, I, for the most part, you're right, because you've got the banishment thing. But then I was going, and this giant creature, like, yeah. I hadn't seen, I just saw the spines come out of the water. I was like, what the yeah. fuck is this? Mm. I'm like, avoid, avoid, avoid. It, it's... It's really good. And there's like little side quests you have to do in there, like returning a dog, finding a dog a new home that you find stranded. It's just a genuinely great game. I yeah. don't know if you want to add more to it. Darren. I will say the one thing I love about it, how it's structured is it's basically just a sequence of little puzzle boxes, essentially, mm-hmm. where you're trying to find the artifacts for this guy. And there are four areas and there are four artifacts. And everyone almost immediately, you know where the thing is. Mm. And it becomes a puzzle of, how do I get to it? Yeah. So you have to sort of work backwards, like the first separate area you go to, you can see it straight away and it's behind a wall of rocks. And you're like, how do I blow up these rocks? So you land at the island it's parked on and you go, how do I blow up these rocks? And he goes, I don't know. My brother used to make explosives, but we haven't talked in years. So you're like, why haven't you and your brother talked for this reason? You're like, okay, so I'm here to solve this problem, to get him and his brother to be friends again. So his brother will sell me explosives so I can Mm. blow up the wall to get the thing. 
in the meantime as well you're there someone goes I really like rotting eel and so you've yeah. got little side quests on top of that you're like oh right I've got to find an eel and yeah. let it rot the, the, the best one is the second one the big like Sarlacc thing yeah in the middle in, in the middle and the treasure is right in the centre mm. and you're like how do I get rid of it yeah what do I do yeah it's it's really nicely done I don't really have a fault to the game I do think you start feeling a little overpowered towards the end but they do very much limit you like you start going at speeds that you're like wow this is crazy and then the last section like okay if you think you're that's good here's a bunch of little fish that are going to stick to oh, the of your bow and then the big fish is going to come and bite you but like they can bite and break parts of your hull but it's mm. random where it breaks so it can break your motor on your oh. thing so then you're like travelling at no speed oh, you're just like, no. oh, like oh, please don't kill me so by the end of it if you're like me I've built three engines onto my yep. boat mm. in the hope that it'll break one of them and the others can then keep me going so I'm going at some speed the, still the best one I've ever seen was um, my partner Lauren played this as well she also <laughs> has the platinum for it and the side quest we have to find the rowing eel yeah. she spent like 15 minutes looking for eels they just weren't spawning for her oh. she finally found them she fished one up immediately crashed into a wall and lost the eel <laughs> hysterical oh my god so fucking good but honestly it's a great game it's I think in digital is about 20 pounds at the moment yeah. i think you can get a physical copy for about 25 yeah yeah um i i would recommend getting the physical as well because it yeah. gives you a bunch a of stuff, fun in the, stuff yeah. yeah it's got loads stickers of stickers in there but yeah that's what i've been playing i've been playing dredge mainly this month yeah. um i know darren you've probably been playing a lot more i've played your birthday everything month. under the sun yeah. this month birthday um, months you've got a lot of games but yeah i'll try we'll, on those ones Next time. We'll narrow it down, yeah. I'm going to touch on the ones I've already played. Mm. Uh, So I'm going to touch on two very quickly, and then two in a bit more depth. Uh, So one of the two, I said, I planned Dredge. It's a really good game. The other one, I planned Crash 4. That game's fucking hard. Yeah. I I don't know how you had the patience to do it, to be fair. As I said in the Instagram post, I did all the time trials. I did all, like, the complete the level without dying and breaking all the boxes. And I went, right. I'm fucking there. All I've got is the flashback tapes and they're easy. They're not easy. Ah. Those shit me up for like another day. It's like, <laughs> fuck it. Come on. We got there in the end. Um, you are a sadist though. Yeah. That is the problem. You you will you will hurt yourself The, to the get problem through. was, I was playing it normally and by the time I finished the game, I think I had two platinum relics and two of like the perfect ones. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can do it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna <laughs> fucking blast it out. Um... The other two, I'm going to go into a bit more detail. Firstly, um, Laura and I sat down and co-op finished uh, Return of the Obra Dinn, Nice. Which is a very good game. Basically, what that is, is you are a tax adjuster, which isn't a glamorous role, is game. it? <laughs> uh, but there's a ship which has been disappeared. It's a cargo ship that was lost at sea. What's it called? The Obra Dinn. <laughs> and it returns into port. Everyone is dead. Yeah. And what you have to do is work out what happened, essentially. So you are sent into the boat with a book, which basically fills in all of the events. And what you have is a list of names, a picture of the crew, and you have an item in your hand, which is a stopwatch, which lets you see the moment of death for a body you find. Mm. And what you have to do is work out who everyone is. So you have to match all the names to all the pictures Mm -hmm. and how they all died. Right. So you'll see someone's death and it'll be like they've been shot. Mm. And you're like, okay, so this guy shot that guy. I have no idea who either of these people are. But you then follow on from that to another person's death where the guy who shot says, I've just killed Martin. So you go into the crew list, you find Martin and you pick him. Mm. And then you see that she responds quite sort of sadly to that. And you go into the crew log as well and you find out that she is Martin's sister. Right. So 
you can then look her. She's married to the captain, so the guy who shot Martin is the captain. Yeah. And it goes like that. It starts off that easy. At the end... It's really complicated. You have four crew members who look identical. Their names are never said. You have to look at the shoes they are wearing and match up their shoes to their shoes in the pictures. Oh, my God. It's it's really cool. It's also a really nice, stylized-looking game. So they've done it almost like CRT. Yeah. So it's like a sort of brownie style. But you can also change it, can't you, on there? It's it's almost like when you change it, it clicks like a dial, like an old TV. We played it in a sharp black and white. Oh, did you? It's really nice. I think that's the best. I think it's clearer to do it that way rather yeah. than the sort of the brown sepia tone they try and put you yeah, in start it, it off starts with. off like the captain's shoulder crew so the captain's got mad and as you go further and further back there are like people are mutinying there's mermaids there's a kraken mm-hmm. there's crabs that are cutting people's heads off people are dying of illness people are dying of just yeah it's... generally like fighting someone yeah. there's one we worked out really late on where someone gets clubbed uh for the reason the guy clubs him says you killed my brother and he goes no that was an accident and we're like, who has a brother? He has a brother. His brother is the first person to die. He gets crushed by a cargo box. Right. And you have yeah. to go back to that memory. You look up and go, well, that's the guy who just got clubbed. And he's dropped the box. <laughs> that probably means like, yeah. step back mm. through that. Um, I, it's, it's, I mean, the person who wrote it also uh, made it also did Paper Please. He did Papers Please. Which, which is, is also a really good phenomenal game. Phenomenal game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good creator. That. Yeah. The other game I've been playing is Like a Dragon Ishin. Which is so good. I I have not been able to stop playing it for the past two weeks. It's basically Samurai Yakuza. I can't wait for Darren to actually take it off him. Because I want it. Like, (laughs) the general concept of it is you are a samurai. You've just come back home. And you learn of uh, your father or your adoptive father and your brother. It's listed in the glossary as like brothers. They're essentially like blood brothers. They're blood brothers, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the same with all Yakuza games. There's a brother that's not actually a brother. It's like, we, we grew up together and we yeah. have... Yeah. <laughs> um, it, they've basically started an underground plot to overthrow part of the government that's there. They're basically running a loyalist party. Mm. And you meet up with them and your father gets assassinated by a ninja. And then you... Already sold. Yeah. <laughs> Already sold. You run away and you basically end up in the capital under a fake name looking for the person who does it and the only thing you have to go on is the style of sword that he was using and that's basically how the plot goes you're trying to find out who did it this game has so many cool little details to it like of course depending on where you're trained with how to like sword fight you hold your sword in different ways so everyone you're fighting will use them in different ways you have like the classically samurai trained ones the people who haven't been trained so they hold it a bit more just sort of generally and then you have the style you're looking for where they hold it in a very particular way as well Mm. so you can tell who's been using it in each way it's just great it's so much fun it's not made on their new engine though is it no which is weird it's on the old engine because the original game was on the old engine oh right okay so they've just sort of risen it up rather than translate it over Makes which sense. I think is fine. I yeah. I like the new engine. I think the new engine is amazing. Really for good. It. Yeah. But yeah, it's got a lot of weird stuff. There's a farming sub game. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you. I mean, you shouldn't be shocked with the with the random Yakuza no. game to have something weird. You can farm. I mean, didn't you spend like loads of time on karaoke in the last? Yeah, one? yeah. <laughs> Yakuza Zero was on karaoke. It's great. But yeah, there's karaoke. There's dance. Mm-hmm. You can uh, cut wood. You can run an udon shop. Sweet. Yeah, cutting wood. Ooh wee. That's how you enjoy a game. That's a pretty funny one as well, because the guy's hurt his back, and there's a whole scene where he's talking to you, and he goes, I wonder if there's anyone nice who could cut wood, and he looks down the camera. (laughs) 
you're like, oh, okay. I've got to be honest, I always love these games because they are very much aware and they're also deliberately silly at times. And they're like, look, you know you're going to say yes, you're going to help with these side stories. So we'll just make it a joke. And you, you enjoy yourself yeah. as you do it. I do- it doesn't take itself, it does take itself seriously when it needs to, but it also goes, look, we're here to have fun. Yeah, like the... There was a complaint I had in a previous episode about um, Fist of the North Star, which is a Yakuza-like game, yeah. whereas it felt like it was trying to blend the sub-story side of things and the story side of things, so neither one quite landed. Mm. In this, story Ryoma and sub-story Ryoma are like fucking ships in the night. <laughs> you would not know they are the same person, but it's great. The only other thing I have to say is I thought the story was being a bit slow. And I quite liked how it was being slow. Yeah. Because it's a bit like you have your list of potential people it could be. And it feels like every chapter you cross person off that list. And then you hit about the two thirds mark and everything goes absolutely batshit. I assume that's right. Because that's how it always feels. How it oh, felt in Yakuza to Zero. To a greater level than Zero. It completely left turns. It's, it's one of those ones, I think, they, they do so well because you want to do all the side stories. So you go off and you look for all the side stories and then you get to the point where you go, oh, I've done pretty much all the side stories. So you start ramping up the story and it goes, yeah. oh, you've ignored this story, have you? Time for it to go fucking mental. Yeah. And you're like, all right then, I'll run along. <laughs> it's like every chapter you're like, okay, I'm getting to the answer. That's not the answer. Okay, I'm getting to the answer. That's not the answer. And then you get to it's nine or ten. The chapter is. You're like, I'm getting to what? 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 <laughs> Everything's going wrong. And the best bit is you can wear a chicken mask. Yep. And you can befriend. You can befriend cats and dogs. Love that. Yeah, really love that. Got you. Got you in on that one. Great. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'm wait- I know you've completed it, but I'm yep. waiting for you to get the platinum or willingly hand over the game to me, which might be a the little while. Completion doesn't feel as bad. It feels like there's more to do, but it's more manageable. I think they've done better with their more recent games to getting the completions. Like one of the problems in Zero is with, uh, for example, with Mahjong. You had to play it a certain number of times. You had to win it a certain number mm. of times. You had to get certain conditions like five to ten times. Yeah. You had to do all of those. In this, you literally just have to get above a certain score once. Yeah. And that's the way it should that's be. That's done. That's the way it should be. And uh, there's a card game called Koi Koi, and it's the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> I'm not sure I understand it. <laughs> It's fucking great fun. It's like the How I Met Your Mother thing, where it's <laughs> I, like, is the je- find the jelly bean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just want to say as well, I, I'm really kind of upset we're not recording this because I don't think I've ever, ever seen somebody say the sentence, it's the most fun I've ever had and have the most dead plan. <laughs> I love Koi Koi. Ever. It's so good. It's the most fun I've ever had. <laughs> Yeah, Coco's class. So, talking most fun we've ever had, yep. should we have a look at PS Plus? <laughs> yeah, right. Into what is the most fun we've ever had. Um, PS Plus, this month in April, is it a good month or a bad month? Great month. I think it's actually a really good month really good this month. month. What do you think? Yeah. It's it's a yeah. weird month. I don't think it has like the big stars like the other ones have had. You know, yeah. they haven't had the Horizons. They haven't had the Uncharted. But mm. they've given it's us... It's had a couple of them, though. But I think it's just given a real solid list of games. Like, yeah. here, yeah. these are a bit of... And also, they're all... A, it's a bit of everything. A bit, bit of everything. That's yeah. the big it's thing. It's a bit of everything. It's like, do you want platformers? Here's platformers. you want shooting? Here's shooting. you yeah. want puzzles? Here's puzzles. You're like, oh, all right, then I can literally play anything I want to. And they gave a brand new game this month as yeah, well. Yeah, they mm-hmm. did. Which I always, I'm always for. And unfortunately, I don't think that's one of the stronger parts of this. Well, they're this also month. giving a brand new game next month. Are they? Yeah. 
Oh, have they announced next month? No, they announced one of them that's coming to PS Plus next month. Oh, what's that? Go on, that surprise game, us. That game Humanity, which was Dog <gasps> Lemming. Oh, no, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, next month's going to be better than this that's month. <laughs> PS Plus race, yeah. Um, so this month has had three main head- headliners for the standard one, which was Meet Your Maker, uh, Sackboy, A Big Adventure, and yeah. Tales of Iron. Yeah. And then a bunch more for there, which is stuff like your Doom Eternal, yeah. etc. Should we go through and talk about the games we want to champion and think that everyone should give a good go at? Yes. Um, um, I think we let Keris go first because hers is a little bit different, yes. I would say. Yeah. So mine is, I mean, we're sticking on a kind of theme for me here of like just nostalgic. I think I'm being old. Seriously, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Um, so I, I will say this game is older than me. Uh, fuck off, is it? Yeah. Oh my goodness. When was God. it, 94? Oh, 95. It's oh. older than me, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think it, I think it, <laughs> has a lot to do with the fact that we've moved back to my hometown like maybe <laughs> we're on a bit of a nostalgia trip at the moment or i am um and the game i'm going to champion is doom but i'm going to champion the original doom that came out in 1995 so on ps plus we there's a there's numerous kind of doom titles to choose from is it just on the premium tier for these i can't remember if it's premium four of them are just on premium once an yeah. extra yeah. yeah so but if you have a chance to and i would argue you can give this a chance kind of anytime because i think when i bought this originally it was on ps store for like 2.99 yeah um so it's super super cheap to pick up in in any case but if i was gonna say to give a doom a go controversially i would say go right 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 back to the original and, and give that a go this was probably my first Sorry, just to clarify you'd rather go back to doom rather than doom 2 which is also helped by american mcgee also helped make doom 2 you tell me you wouldn't play doom vr <laughs> sorry <laughs> VR. Um, i think just just for the purpose of the fact that i love the first doom so much i would say yes and also yeah, without but... the first doom the second doom doesn't Exist. Thanks for counting there, Darren. I'm not going to say that you can't play both separately. You absolutely can, but in order to kind of get the backstory of two, you kind of need to yeah. be. In, I'd I'd encourage you playing them separately unless you can play both at the same time. That's grand. Are you all right? Like <laughs> fuck off. Imagine oh if you wear like a VR headset and you put one game in one eye and one in the oh, other. I would. I would. I would be sick. For real, I don't want to do this podcast. Yes, with you, you do. <laughs> so Doom original one, you reckon is the one to go for? It's I tell you what it is. It's don't go obviously right. Don't go for it for graphics because it's 1995. It is. I actually really like the way it looks. It's. It's. I know it's very much old and it's not great. It's not great, but I, I tell you what it does is it does give you that like it's a proper old game. It's not trying to be new. It's not yeah. trying to be. It At the time it really was. Classic. I mean, it was the new game. That's yeah. the thing, though. I feel like there are a lot of games that try to look modern like yeah. and now look shit, shit. and yeah. doom looks great because it shows how it's going to look and just mm. nailed that yeah. style and i think it's just i mean i've always argued with any kind of doom game is that you're not really there for substance you're just there for like fun doom is a first person shooter it's basically the kind of outline of it is that this guy assaulted uh sergeant and and he's sent on this dead end mission to mars which turns out to be a portal to hell and he is literally just it sounds so insane doesn't it and he's just going through these hordes of hell and it's separated into three separate kind of chapters which just get worse as you go along and i would argue right doom is kind of what introduced me to kind of different enemy designs there's so many different things that you go against and they're all really creative in my opinion 
Um, Doom Guy is a class protagonist, okay? The fact that you can tell how BFB is because you have like a little portrait in the middle and he just bleeds more is great. Um, this is not a game that I should have been playing at five years old. <laughs> If you have five-year-old children, though, I can tell you I fucking enjoyed it. I was playing at <laughs> minus one. <laughs> oh, God, please now. But no, I do. If you're just looking for something fun and you're looking for something classic and you don't really have to think about it, but you're just looking, it's cheesy, it's good, it's fun. I, I love the original Doom. I right? think it's great. I think the original Doom is great. The only issue with it is obviously your gun's coming out the centre of your chest, mm-hmm. but yeah. uh, that's something you can look past. As you said, I think it's got... And it was, it was that game that reinvented what video games could be. It's such a monumental moment Mm -hmm. in gaming that to not give it a go and to dismiss it just because it looks bad is the wrong thing. It's the centre of it doing like this Wolfenstein, I think Quake as well, not long after. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's all... Yeah, revolution. Oh, which American McGee was involved in Quake 1, Quake 2. Yeah. I don't know why I'm busy adding him into it, but I just know yeah. he was involved in those. He's actually our yeah. secret fourth host. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's genuinely, genuinely good fun. And if you just want something cheap to pick up and give a go, just to say that you've done it, I, I would pick up the original Doom for sure. But I think it's a, I think it's really good. I really like a nice, simple, clear mm. design style, which is sort of where I lead into what the game yeah. I'm going to champion, yep. which is um, Tales of Iron, um, which I got more excited for. I've platinumed this game. I literally played it through and loved it. Um, this actually comes with its expansion in there as well, which is called Bloody Whiskers, which gives you three <laughs> extra trophies. But it's basically, you are a mouse and your kingdom has been taken over by the evil frogs. They've killed your father who united the mouse kingdoms to push them back to the swamps. And they come back and you are a little Reggie, little Reggie the mouse. Um, bear in mind that you don't speak. You're, none of the characters speak. They all sound like clangers, like... Woof, 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 Good. And that's how they talk. But the voice is narrated by the guy who played Geralt from The Witcher. <laughs> and it's like... Reggie now came down the road looking for his brother. <laughs> and he's like, stuff like, that, like oh, yeah, the wind good. howls. You're like, this yep. is really good. But it's a 2D side scrolling. It's class as hand painted, but it looks, well, hand drawn. And it looks really nice. It is that sort of side to side thing. Um, it says it's got really punishing combat. I played it on normal. I think I died twice. Okay. So I wouldn't say it was punishing. But then again, I've played a lot of Dark Souls and Woe Long and stuff like that recently. Just like normal side-scroller combat? You have the choice of... You've got sort of standard light weapon attack. You've got a heavy weapon attack. You've also got a a ranged weapon attack. But you've also got a shield. So there's when they flash red, they're going to do an unblockable attack. So you need to do something to get out of the way. There's a yellow, it's a parryable attack. So you can attack them. They've got their health bars go down. Um... And all the bloods, because their frogs are like green and stuff like that. So, but they've done these red and yellow to make them stand out. It's a really nice story of him going off to find the people in his like keep who've been taken away as prisoners to slowly take on the different areas. My favorite part is you meet a bunch of moles who are part of the Bolshevik Revolution. Good. Nice. Um, and they, they, they greet you as comrade, oh which is good fun. I love that. But it's a really nice, it doesn't take itself too, it does, it's quite dark. It mm. does take itself seriously in that thing. But like, you've got people, like bosses who are like hit hard. So he's called Whacker Smacker or something like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, he's going to hit me hard. Yeah. But it's about probably 10 hours, cool. I would say, from start to the finish. May not even be that long. I might have only done it in seven or something like that. But it's a good, fun, solid game. And it's a great sort of game that came to PS Plus that I wouldn't yeah. normally pick up, but is well worth a go. Um, I've seen a lot of people playing it 
on Instagram. I've seen a huge feed of people going, why am I loving this game so much? And the answer is, I can't tell you. Yeah. It's just good fun. Mm. I think I've got um, Ishan I'm currently playing. I've got another big game to go into afterwards. I might play this as like, the palette break it up it. in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's got no difficulty related, so you could play it on the easiest difficulty Ooh, if you wanted to. The best. Um, and enjoy yourself. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I'm championing Dishonored. Which is I love it. fine. Yeah, I uh, completely get that. One of my probably top 15, top 20 games mm. of all time. I fucking love Dishonored. This is a, so this is another Bethesda game. This is another Bethesda There's game. There's a lot of Bethesda given out made this Made by um, Arcane, yes. who also made Prey and Deathloop. But yeah, you play as Corvo, Corvo Tano, who comes back after a long mission overseas to come see the Empress, who it is implied and then later pretty outwardly confirmed. <laughs> they fucking... Yes. Um, yes. And as you're sort of reuniting, uh, she gets fucking assassinated. Whilst you're playing hide and seek with the daughter. While you're playing hide and seek with the daughter, who's your daughter, we won't talk about it. Okay. And basically you are framed for it. You're thrown in prison. You then escape thanks to the help of a magical man called the Outsider. And you then go around trying to get to the root of who did it Mm -hmm. and deal with a lot of bad people. You essentially side with... I think they're call- they call themselves the loyalists, I think, and you're basically killing off bad people. So you can have like the High Inquisitor, you can off the brothers of one of the loyalist members, you can have like an influential um socialite. And yeah, it's basically these self-contained stealth levels where you can either go in all guns blazing, chop everyone's heads off, have a lovely time, or you can be all stealthy yeah. trying to be seen. There's a way to get through every level without killing anyone, even the target. You can find non-lethal ways to do all of them. You can get your magical powers that can help you either be more lethal or more stealthy. It's just fucking phenomenal. It's first-person Hitman in a magical setting. Yeah. Nice. But like, okay. I remember it coming out and people going absolutely mental for this game. Absolutely mental. Yeah. Um, I've never completed it. Um, I need to go back and give it more of a go. Um, I love what I played of it. Again, wrong time. Yeah. Wrong time to go into it. Um, but it's just... It's also lovely looking even now i think you go back to it and it's that classic style that they have which is i think almost timeless in the way that they looks you know it's yeah it's uh it's almost watercolory it's definitely deliberately stylized pixeled yeah hands like they're angular they're angular and it's deliberate so i think they've done it deliberately so it never goes oh that looks old you just go oh that's just what it is you know yeah but I think the best thing about it is this sort of angle of being able to do everything non-lethally. Because I think you can non-lethal in some of the, the hitmans, or yes, you can you do can. them like accidentally. But you have your sort of normal suite of methods. In this, you still have to get rid of them. So part of the puzzle is working out how to do it. Yeah. Like, I think the best level is the boil party, where you have to dispose of a particular boiled sister. They're all dressed the same, but in different colours, and you have no idea yeah. which one is which colour. And that's part of the challenge, is you have to sneak upstairs, which is a restricted area, to read their diaries to work out who's wearing what colour. Right. So you work out the correct one to get. That's fun. The non-lethal route is there's a guy who... <laughs> he's very clearly wanting to kidnap her to do something real dodgy. Mm. <laughs> but that's not for you to be concerned about. <laughs> <laughs> So what you can do is you can get her to follow you down into the basement, mm. knock her out, you put her on his boat, and they just sail away to a life anew. <laughs> and it's never implied where they go from there. He's oh. just like, 
thanks, we're going to have a great time. And he sails off. You're like, well, yeah. I've definitely subjected that woman to a terrible time. But <laughs> yeah. Mission complete. But, uh, yeah. I haven't done it, so it's yeah. fine. I didn't kill anyone. So, yeah, that's... I, and it's a great game, and I don't, think, I don't think anyone's going to argue with, with that being a great game. I also think this is the first week we've done any premium games, and we did two. Mm. Yeah. Um, interesting. Interesting stuff. Um, what's weird is obviously one of the games that we've championed actually isn't in our shortlist oh. of top five, but it's the classic Doom game, which is not saying it's a bad game. It's just saying that it didn't make it on yeah. top five. I've never played it. Um, yeah. It's worth worth giving a go. I think I think you should now. I think yeah. after Keris is I'll give it a go. Um, See the lessons of my elders. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> good God. Yeah, uh, oh. uh, super old person. Yeah, should we have a little look at what our top five is? Talk um, in fifth place. We we have suggested Tales of Iron, which we've already talked about. Yeah. Uh, fourth is Paradise Killer. Now, Paradise Killer is a weird I, old I, game. I played a bit of this. This game's fucking weird. It's sort of it's a first person detective game that you're in this weird utopian sort of location. Yeah. So they're trying to build the perfect civilization, mm. and there are demons. And every time demons get into the city, they just fucking nuke it and start again. But they're now on the 24th iteration, and some of the gods have been killed this time, yes. so they're not willing to nuke it. So you have been returned from exile after being in exile for three million three days. Three million days, yeah. And you are going to solve the ride. <laughs> but it's weird transient music and yeah. style. It's almost like this weird haze over everything. Uh, maybe by a British studio as well. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's number four, and I think it's one of those games that anyone who's played it have gone... That's really cool how they've done that. A lot of people saying it's like one of the best detective games out yeah. there at the moment. Uh, number three, Kina and the Bridge of Spirits. Oh, it's so good. It's which a really is, good game. It's a beautiful little game. I haven't finished it either. I did buy it when it came out. You've completed it, I've planned it, yeah. yeah. I had a lovely time. Um, it's cute. I like the little, what are they called? The little, oh, little spirits. fuck, what are they called? But they're, I can't remember what they're called. But they're really cute. Um, all I know is that my uh, bean can dress up as it in, in Fall Guys because I happen to have that as a skin. Nice. Oh, the, uh, the rot. The so rot, that's what they are, yeah. They're really cool. It's um third-person action platformer puzzle game, I'd yeah. say. Um, if you've ever played Nintendo not-classic Star Fox Adventures, it's very similar to that. Yes. Um, re- really good game, though. Really cool. Um, worth checking out. Number two is Dishonored, which we've already talked about. And Phenomenal. number... And number one is Monster Boy. How did we do this? So, I mean, I would have talked about Monster Boy as, and championed that if I'd had chance to play it. Problem is, it came out mm. on on store when we'd already lost the internet, so I couldn't download it. Um, and it's a game that I've wanted to play for absolutely ages. Yeah, um, yeah. I've got to say, I, I haven't played it. I picked it because I just thought it looked interesting. It's an anime-looking Metroidvania. Yeah. It's anime- literally all I need to know. That's what you need to know. Game of the year. That's that's <laughs> whatever, whatever year it came out. <laughs> but it looks great. It's I think it came out similar sort of time as Owlboy and things like that. So a lot of these something boys in Hollow Knight. It was it was that boom of Metroidvanias this all came out in. Mm. It came out around the time of Hollow Knight. You can come second then. Yeah. <laughs> Hollow Knight's fucking great. I couldn't tell you when it actually came out. I, do you want me to check it out for you or not? Yeah, do it. Um, it <laughs> came out, uh, oh, much later, 2018. Oh, fair. Because... Was Hollow Knight 2016? 16 or 17, yeah. Yeah, so it came out It came out in the boom, though, of, of Metrovania. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Um, but it's a lovely anime, colourful uh, Metrovania, which we all think everyone should give a go if yeah. you like Metrovania. Yeah, great time. Um, so that's the end of this episode. Um, we This will be coming out the first week. We are back doing our streams on Twitch. So come by and check us out on Twitch. That is uh, twitch.tv forward slash discount pod. Very um, good. Two Cs. 
yeah, two season discount. Um, do check us out on our Instagrams, which is at discount pod, discount Darren, discount Karis, discount Josh, uh, where we all have our personal ones. And then the first, uh, the main one is just promoting the episodes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, do check us out on our individual ones because that's where we show all the stuff we're doing. Yeah. Um, and I think that's all I've got yeah. to do. Um, but yeah, we are going to be back doing some filming of this at some point. Twitch is going back. YouTube is up and running as well. Mm-hmm. YouTube is at discount pod as well. Um, and that's where you can catch these in their full length. So if you yeah. think, oh, that was a bit short. I wish there was an extra five, ten minutes. What's wrong with you? What's going on? <laughs> Go, do check us out on YouTube. Why do you well. want more of us? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that brings us to the end of this episode. Yeah. Is there anything yeah. anyone wants to say? I think Fuck said EA. <laughs> Fuck EA. Fuck EA. Put them on Mars into that yeah. <laughs> portal yeah. to hell. Um, but yes, thank you all. And we will catch you all next time. Thank you for being our player force. Bye. Bye.